Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Guy Relford in for Big Nige. And here to go off the rails is Rob Kendall. Rob, how are you? Great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. We can go in a number of different directions here. But let's start with the biggest story of the day. This judge from Monroe County puts out this ruling that says that the abortion ban in Indiana has to come to a halt right now while more legal stuff plays out. Your thoughts? How's that intro for legal stuff go? It's crime, punishment, judges, judges, legal legal stuff. stuff. Okay, so I'm going to add a fourth one to that that I'd like you to insert now into the intro if that's okay. It should go crime, punishment, judges, laziness, (laughs) legal stuff. Because basically what this judge said, I mean, if you read the order, it's basically, well... You know, a bunch of people are against abortion, so we should probably have a hearing on abortion. We should probably have a trial about abortion. Supreme Court was pretty clear when they issued the abortion ruling in which the states get to decide abortion, which is pretty sure that's what happened at the special session now was it everybody's favorite bill nope some people thought it was too way too strict some people thought it was way too lenient some people thought it was just right that's why we have elections we elect people to decide things if you don't like the way some got decided you you elect someone else the elected people decided abortion which the supreme court said and this judge just goes well you know a lot of people are against this so you know we should probably have a trial about it and Each state can do things differently. Kansas decided they want to put it on the ballot, and the people in Kansas voted it down. Here in Indiana, the elected officials, uh, the Republicans, have the supermajority. They said, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and uh, put this forward right now because that's what we were elected to do. But this judge in Monroe County all of a sudden steps in, and now we don't know when this whole situation is going to be rectified. Well, and again, the, the, the thing that stood out to me is the happy dance, the celebration, the rocket's red glare, bombs bursting in air, the Democrat Party does over the fact that for whatever more length of time they'll be able to suck the brains out of defenseless fetuses up to 20 weeks. I mean, think about that, Hammer. They're throwing a parade in the Indiana Democrat Party over the fact that defenseless innocent little babies will have their brains sucked out without a voice. That's your Democrat Party. And listen, nobody's going to change their mind on abortion right now, right? Like, nobody's going to hear our conversation and go, you know what? That Rob Kendall really said something, and now I'm completely on the other side. It's one of those issues where everybody has their mind made up. But because of all this back and forth with the law, do you think this will have any sort of effect on the midterms 
in Indiana. No, because the Democrats are a terrible party with terrible candidates. Uh, but now they can run and say, women, if you're a moderate, if you're somebody in the middle, we're looking after you. They, we're going to make abortion part of your birth control if you vote for us. They don't even have candidates in a whole bunch of these races, so no. And you look at the top of the ticket, who they have, Tom McDermott. He's been on our show several times. He's always willing to answer questions. He's a total goof. The Secretary of State candidate, Destiny Wells, is an on-demand abortion advocate. There's nothing there, which is too bad because the Republican Diego Morales might win because of that, and he's a total zero as well. So <laughs> That's like that Texans and Bears game coming up this <laughs> I mean, weekend. That's perfect. Somebody's got to win. Yes, yes, Diego Morales and Destiny Wells are the Texans and Bears. It's unfortunate. <laughs> One has to win. I just hope Jeff Moore, the Libertarian, gets his 10% in the process. No, the Democrat Party in Indiana is horribly run they don't have good candidates they're not competitive so no this probably won't make much of it they may win a couple of these races that are the districts are drawn moderately competitive but it won't change the balance of power so if we go from local to national here you've got graham nasty senator lindsey graham south kakalaki about a month ago comes out and says you know what states rights we're all about states rights and now he's coming out he wants to roll out some federal abortion ban and he says it's no longer about states rights there's a lot of people on the right who are looking at graham nasty going what are you doing shut the hell up right now your side has the momentum heading into midterms and you're doing everything you can to screw it up you ever go to Showbiz Pizza when you were a kid? I love Showbiz. Billy Bob yeah. and the Rock of Fire explosion. Remember they ruined it and made it Chuck E. Cheese, but when we were kids, it was a better time. Chuck E. Cheese, I always called the Rat Casino. Yeah. <laughs> you take your kids to a rat casino. There's a big rat running around, shaking your hand, and kids are playing games. Remember the game at Showbiz Pizza where the little guy would pop out of the tube and you would whack it? Like a whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. That was the name of the game, yes. And it was a pretty simple game, right? Like you have the club, the little guy pops up, you know there's going to be one of nine options, you hit it, the guy goes back down. Pretty simple game. The Republicans are playing a simple game right now, which is you have one of the worst economies in the history of this country, if not the worst. You have a party with no solutions. Inflation is out of control. The border is out of control. You have a million different ways you could win the game, just like there's a million different ways you could win whack-a-mole. Instead, what the Republicans <laughs> have decided to do is take that club and just keep bashing themselves <laughs> over the head with it over and over and over again. Why would you be talking about this? Even if... There's no chance it's going to come up for a vote. It's not like, oh, my gosh, it's a divided Senate, and it will come up for a vote, and this would protect life. Even if you believed abortion should be a federal issue, which it shouldn't, there's no chance it's going to come up for a vote. The whole reason the Supreme Court did away with Roe versus Wade was because of states' rights. And now this lunatic is coming out, you know, less than seven weeks until the midterms saying, ah, states' rights, mates' rights. He takes the contract like Lou Brown does in Major League <laughs> and just takes a leak on it right on the ground. I mean, why is he doing this? Like, what's the win here? Because when he first rolled this out, Rob, it was the day that the White House had that ill-advised party where the horrific numbers of inflation came out, and we cut to the Rose Garden, and they're popping champagne, they're having a good time, they're playing grab ass. I believe the words you're looking for, Hammer, are narcissistic self-absorption. <laughs> this is why I've given up on the Republicans, because they're not serious party, they're not serious people, they're not even mad about the things that are going on in the country, they're just mad they're not the ones doing it. 
They're not mad about spending. Clearly, they did it when they were in charge. Most of the COVID spending came from the Republicans. They're just mad they're not doling out the favors. They're not serious people. The vast majority of Republicans are not worthy of your vote, and most people should treat them as such. We're chatting with Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show every Monday through Friday, 9 to noon, here at 93 WIBC. So, driver's license. I heard you kind of give us a mini off the rails earlier today. What's going on with driver's license? The Indiana Republican Party. So, this is how they're spending their summer. Keep in mind, this is the party of record taxation, record government, record government spending. The Indian Republican Party should seek inpatient treatment at a high-level facility for their addiction to hoarding. If you were to write down on a piece of paper all the things that the Indiana Republicans yes. have done, and you handed that to somebody in another state and say, which party is this? Which political party would do this in Indiana? Most people would say it would be the Democrats. Sure, absolutely. And they have an addiction, a very serious that they need to seek help for, addiction to hoarding, because that's what they're doing with our money, which is hoarding it. Of course, they were sitting on uh, now over $1,500 of our money. They acted like they deserved a parade in the heart of downtown Indianapolis for giving us $200 back. And yet they're spending their summer hammer not, uh, you know, let's figure out how we rein in power of the governor so we never have another 2020 ever again. Let's not figure out how we get property taxes and property assessments that are totally out of control, under control. Let's not figure out how we reform radical lunatics in the public education sphere, which are dominating. Let's not figure out how we give people their money back. No, they're sending, spending their time in the summer study committee figuring out how to give illegal immigrants in Indiana driver's licenses. And according to Indiana Capital Chronicle, the people in charge have said, this is absolutely going to come up next year for a vote. They're trying to give illegal immigrants driver's license hammer at a cost of $1 million plus to you, the taxpayer, to implement. Now, once one has a driver's license from the state, can you then register to vote? Now, they're saying no, but it's always a step process, right? And here's the question. Again, in supposedly deep red Indiana, because the, the excuse was that Karakoff was the representative who said this. Well, you know, they're going to be driving anyway. So if they're going to be uh, driving anyway, then, you know, we might as well be able to keep track of them and, and know what they're uh, and know what they're doing and know where they are. I love that Karakoff sounded like Kip from Napoleon I Dynamite. I think that was the guy that said it. I can't remember. All these underachievers <laughs> run together. I think that was who it was. I don't know. Somebody may correct me. But the point is, how is it that Florida and Texas and Arizona have figured out how to deal with this, which is you don't just have to tolerate that they're here. You don't just have to go, oh, no, it's fine. You know, there's nothing we can do about it anyway, so we might as well just embolden them. Hammer. The Indiana Republican Party is proposing that they take $1 million plus, $1 million. So when you go to the BMV and you pay that overpriced fee for a driver's license or a boat and you get the terrible service, you're paying $1 million of your money to help illegal immigrants <laughs> drive illegally on the road. <laughs> Can you stick around? Yes, absolutely. He is completely off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. We're coming right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. We are back. We are going off the rails with Rob Kendall of the Kendall and Casey Show. Rob, where are we at with Governors DeSantis and Abbott dropping off the migrants at Martha's Vineyard, at Kamala's house? Where are we at with this? 
It is what leaders should be doing. And you look at look at the governors of those states and how they have acted compared to the Indiana, or the I'm sorry, the National Republican Party as a collective, and certainly compare them to what we're seeing here in and have seen here in Indiana. The governors led. They didn't ask permission. They didn't worry about oh, what will the political fallout be about this? Will the media right mean things about me? They just did the stuff. Because I love the narrative, like in Florida, I saw they said, oh, Ron DeSantis could be in big trouble. Hispanic voters could be very upset about this. Like, how racist is it to assume that every person who's Hispanic will be upset that illegal immigrants who are sucking their tax dollars and services, right. like, they're going to be upset? Why would you be upset about that? There's a lot of Hispanics, and we've talked about this on the show, who have done things the right way, and they see these folks trying to cheat the system. Like, folks who did things legally and waited years to get their citizenship and do it the proper way, they look at these people, they want to give them the finger too. It is fascinating to me, the leadership you see in Florida, and this is what just blows my mind, because we all know Lockdown McGee wanted to be in politics since he was old enough to tie his shoes. That's his whole life. That's Governor whole Holcomb, yes. yes. right. You can call him whatever you want to call him. Um, <laughs> I was the one that dubbed him <laughs> yeah, that, Lockdown that's McGee. Right. Donald Rainwater would be governor right now if he had used that line in the debate. Uh, but the point is, he could have been DeSantis, right? Like, DeSantis hasn't done anything. There's been no brilliant tax plan. There's been no incredible infrastructure plan. There's not, like, these things he would go, Oh my gosh, the world's smartest man is running Florida, and that's why he's, you know, the front runner or one of the front runners for the Republican nominee for president. He's just done common sense stuff that put taxpayers first and put liberty and freedom first. It could have been Eric Holcomb. It could have been any of these governors. And for some reason, all these people who so want to be powerful and in politics have chosen not to grab the brass ring, and I don't understand it. Got about a minute left here, and I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh-huh. You came on my sports betting yes. TV show last Sunday. You filled in for Scott Long yeah. on all Indiana bets. And even though we told you this was an NFL show, you came to the table yeah. with a golf bet. Yeah. We laughed at you. We mocked you. And damn it, you won. It uh, Look, I, I've been candid about this. I am... Uh... Well, you know, to steal a line from Caddyshack, when it comes to most sports betting, I'm not good. I stink. <laughs> not good. But when it comes to golf, I am one of the great golf betters in the entire Fruited Plain. And it was it took one of the great chokes in golf history for it to uh, to work out. Hey, but, but you know what? The, How many times have you been on the yeah, other end of that? Exactly. Though? I turned it off on the Danny Willett choke for the Max Homa <laughs> victory. And my dad sends me a text and goes, can you believe the end of that golf? And I thought, what is he talking about? And I turned it on and saw the replay. And I was like Sid Caesar at the end of Vegas vacation. <laughs> I won. I won. I won the money. I won the money. <laughs> great pick, my friend. Hopefully people made money. You. Your son did great yesterday, by the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate I that. I enjoyed And I love that he put the moves on Tommy Lahren. <laughs> I love that. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Good for him. He took a shot. Uh, what's coming up on the show tomorrow? Well, there's a new study out that says, out of Britain, that says a four-day work week did not uh, result in a loss of productivity, so better known as every week on the Hammer and Nigel show, because uh, <laughs> you're the only one that's ever here. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's the Kendall and Casey show, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon. Rob, thank you. Thank you. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC or subscribe and get it right to your phone.